Welcome to the Unrefined Project. My name is Travis, and this is my buddy David. How are we doing, Dave? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good, man. <laughs> Hanging in there. Another week done. Uh, and this week we have Brent Davis on the boards. Happy day of birth, Brent. Uh, oh. How are we doing, buddy? Uh, doing good. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Right. Better we, than you. Uh, Oh. We uh, have, for all of our video uh, viewers, we have uh, a, th- a third person sitting here today. So actually, in our very first time, we actually were able to get a guest. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to Dave for the rundown. All right. How's everybody doing? First, um, go ahead and like, subscribe. Um, go ahead and do all that kind of crazy shit. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about masculinity. Near and dear to all of our hearts, um, I would consider us alphas, but you be the judge of it after this, right? <laughs> and then we're going to go into homelessness in California. And like Travis said, and as you can see on the camera, um, we do have a special guest today. His name is Bobby J, and he is from the podcast Grit, Guts, and Gunpowder. You can go ahead and search him on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of the podcasting sites. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm having a good time with you guys. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Just doing good, man. Glad to have you. Thanks. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, so let's kick it back over to Travis. Can we talk about what kind of shirt you're wearing? Yeah, yeah, let's see it. Let's say, <laughs> yeah. Boost it, chip it, stack it. Break it, it fix it, fix it, repeat. repeat. Oh, repeat. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, there you go. For my uh, diesel truck. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you, uh, stuff. you do a little <laughs> bit of wrenching uh, in in your in your spare time. <laughs> I do too much. A lot of a lot of bit of wrenching. Yeah, yeah. It's enough I to get finished. us in trouble, right? Yeah. Well, right? that's what I say. It keeps me out of trouble. There you go. <laughs> keeps like me out that. of the bars. <laughs> I like that. Keeps me broke. You know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we were uh, we were gonna try and do a guest this time, guys. Uh, you know, we had a few people say that maybe we need some uh, differing opinions, and uh, we definitely had a vision of, of getting some guests on here. And, um, this one was super random. Uh, I did not know anything about, uh, Bobby J before he was introduced to me. And it's really cool because he's doing exactly what I want other people to get out there and do. Um, in the beginning of this thing, I said, David and I were just kind of bullshitting one day and said, Hey, let's, let's try and do this. And I think a lot of normal people have some, uh, a lot of worthwhile stuff to be said and, and maybe there's somebody out there that needs to listen and lo and behold, Bobby J has been doing it even longer than us. So. <laughs> not by much. Not by much. <laughs> it's very cool, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for being here. No, yeah, thank you. This is uh, this is intense. I, I dig the setup. My shit's real down and dirty, man. It's, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm a bit of a caveman. So all this, I would break all this shit. So that's all right. I, yeah, I, I got to right. keep it simple for me. <laughs> well, hopefully we can uh, kind of show you what we got going on and learn a few things from you. So that's, well, likewise. that's what it's all about. Yeah. So yeah, we got the rundown, but uh, we, we just kind of wanted to talk to you about you and your podcast a little bit. So um, just give us, you know, the cliff note version of uh, who you are and why you're here. Oh, well, uh, I'm an electrician and I mean, I, I'm just a regular guy and, um, I have been on a road of self-discovery since really, it really, really hit, um, since last summer. And so in that I have really come to terms with who I am and come to accept who I am and what I like and don't like, and, you know, uh, kind of formed up my opinions and, and, and that. So I decided to, to share my experience um 
Well, that answers your question. Uh, who I am? I mean, I'm a regular guy. You know, I'm a father, and um, I got a next wife. <laughs> that happens. But, yeah. So yes, you're a regular guy. I'm a regular <laughs> guy. Yes. That's what makes you regular, pretty much. Although I, I, I jokingly call my uh, my truck my wife because she gets so much of my money and attention. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I just I like to you know stay active and and shoot the shit with the guys and. You got a website people can follow you on? Um, unofficially, yeah. So the um, the hosting website I use is Buzzsprout, and um, there's some like really long numbers and and letters that follow that for my particular. So I would just say just go on uh, Buzzsprout and search um, uh, the name of my podcast. You know, Grit Guts and Gunpowder, or probably even Bobby, Bobby J, and it'll okay. come up. Right on. Cool. Right on. Very, very cool. We'll yeah. put the uh, link in the uh, comments below or in the in the description below. Yeah, I'll have to like find it and give it to you guys. Right on. So I was able to find him very easily on Spotify. Again, um, I did not hear about you and did not know about you. All you got to type in is steel balls, yeah. and it just pops right up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like fucking right it was, at you. It was the first, the first That's all you got to do, right? It's very easy. Yeah. But, um, steel balls. <laughs> So, you know, the message is That'd be a good name as, for a uh, podcast. I would. Steel, Steel balls. balls. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that'll be maybe, the third one. Yeah, maybe a spinoff. <laughs> That's right. So you do, you do mention that you, this is your second venture into podcasting. Um, and I love the message, man. I, I really do enjoy just the overarching idea that you're attempting to present. Um, a question that I was asked when we started doing this kind of stuff is like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Who, who am I to be, you know... Uh, uh, talking world affairs and and sure my bitch <laughs> that's who and, you are and potential <laughs> issues you know just some guy in a living room somewhere right but I, I really enjoy the idea of trying to get a lot more of the independent and small voice out there I mean mm-hmm. we all know that the, the radio waves and media is bombarded by your legacy type of institutions and mm. I really enjoy the breakout thing I love oh you mean like too. Brian Stelter stop it <laughs> The eunuch is very young, actually. You know, I didn't know he was that young. He looks. I know he looks like he's in his fifties, right? He's he's early thirties. Yeah, bald. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, and his attitude and (laughs) And his fake wife. I mean, his wife and all that kind of shit. But you know, I I just I I like the idea of of independent creators. I love YouTube and I love people that build content and build these empires out of their YouTube channels. And man, I, I gotta say, I found you and I just, I really enjoyed the message because of the timing. Yes. I really feel as though if there's any other time that a young man needs to be able to hear some of the shit that you're spending. It's now. Oh, it's absolutely. Now. It's definitely yeah, now. absolutely. Yeah. I think what's cool about this kind of, this, this setup doing this where you guys and even what I do is that there's no big money, big corporation backing me pushing a narrative. It's yeah, no boundaries it's all either. Me. No, no boundaries. I can I can do and say whatever yeah. I want. You know, whether I get you know blocked on a channel or not, it's a different story. But right. <laughs> I can be as raw as I want, and you know, and you guys, you can be as unrefined yep. as you want, right? And I I, I love that. So I, I like that it's it's still you know as as clean as you can probably get it. You know, whether yes. you agree with somebody or not, it's fine. I mean, it's okay to disagree with somebody. Sure. You know, I think it's important to hear. Other, Other opinions, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. Then, and you don't have to get sucked into what they believe too. You know, you you can just hear it and then form your own, right? Yes. You know, think for yourself. That's that's probably my biggest thing. Is is I I and I and I say that I try to say that you know when I my do mine is like this is this is these are my opinions. This is what I think. But take that and roll with it. Make it your own. You know, yeah. Like, fuck, don't don't parrot me just because you you know heard me say it. Just like what you read on Facebook or you know here on the news channel. Don't parrot that shit. You know? That thing is lost shit. nowadays, though. 
You know, everybody, yeah. nobody thinks for themselves anymore. Well, that's what needs to come back. You know, it, it does need to come back. I agree. And it's, it's a very masculine uh, to, yeah. to be yourself, be who you are. Think for yourself. It's uh, not toxic mas- masculinity. <laughs> Go fuck yourself on that one. Um, we're, we're almost as if we're starting you know a that, dictionary of these made up words nowadays. Well, that's the problem, right? <laughs> the media will run with like toxic mas- masculinity, right? Oh, masculinity is toxic. No, it's not. Masculinity is, is wonderful. It's needed, Necessary. right? It's not toxic. Assholes are toxic, sure. right? There's a big difference between an yeah. asshole and somebody that's doing what they need to do mm-hmm. to do what's right, right? That's that's the problem that... Well, that's that, the big thing right there. Sorry to cut you off. I think what really got me interested in in me putting my opinions out there was, and it's something I've come across with a few uh, people I've shared what I do with is, is you know, uh, women, you know, they get all up in arms like, oh, what, you know, just talk about, you know, guns and trucks and, you know, guy stuff and, you know, how big your dick is and blah, blah, blah. And I go, no, nah, actually, it's not about that. I mean, yes, but, <laughs> but, but no, actually. I mean, that's all part of it, right? <laughs> but for me, you know, because not everybody is going to be the same, right? Not all of us guys are built the Correct. same. So yeah. it's okay if, you don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and drink, you know, beer by the keg full. And, you know, that's that's just the stereotypical, you know, cartoon image of it, right? But for me, what, what makes a man a man, a good man, is your character. And and that's why I, I, come up, I came up with this. I took a few days. I came up with this big old list of all the characteristics that I believe, my opinion, purely my opinion, make up a good man. Now, yeah. the shell around that is going to be different, right? I'm not trying to clone myself. You know, you're going to be different. You're going to be different. Share yeah. it with us. We want to know. Well, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, I think more than one person might need a blueprint. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what? It's, that's sad. That's true. You know, Nowadays. Well, I think there's a lot know? of reasons for that. You know, not all kids have, you know, fathers. Yes. Right? And, and not everybody has. Like, for me, for my dad, and I love my father. He's, he's a good man. But uh, I learned a lot of... A lot about being a real man, actually, from my grandfather. Mm. You know, he was a little older, and he had you know different different style and different tastes, and, and so between my grandfather and my father, actually, was where I kind of picked up all my and and just people over the years, you know, uh, working with different guys and meeting people along the way. Um, shit, there's this one guy. His name was Mac. I met him at a bar um, years ago, and I was going through the apprenticeship, going through uh, divorce and custody, and I just happened to be there one day, and we had maybe a 20-minute conversation. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously it made an impact on me because I'm still thinking about it, still talking about it. And just just the conversation we had was mostly about our kids, you know, um, going through custody and how to be a good father, stuff like that. That that moment in time was was epic for me, and it, and, and, and it helped me, you know, what I feel to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a whole mix of things and it just doesn't happen today. Yes. No, no, no. They, they consider masculinity bad and it's, it's what gets, you know, the, the wife beater and all this kind of stuff. That's masculinity, right? That's what they consider it nowadays. I don't, I no. think masculinity is, you, you, you know, if you have a family, take care of your family, right. from hell or high water. That's, that's masculinity. That is what needs to be done. Yeah. It's um, about doing what's when right. When something needs fixed around the house, get your ass up, fix it, right? That's that's what I consider it being or, a man. Best or, you can. Or pay for someone to fix it, right? If you can't yeah, do it. Yeah, if, if you're, if, you know, you I, know, I've never heard, I've never done that, though. I've never, if I can fix, if I can't fix it, I'm, I'm going to buy a new one. Pl- plenty, right? <laughs> plenty, <laughs> of men, me, right? plenty of men do that, though. There's plenty can, of men out there. There that, is like, plenty of men. are not mechanically inclined. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And still take care of their and kids. And handle the problem, take right? Take care of their family. Issue, right. Absolutely. This is how we work through this issue. Absolutely. And solve the problem. And that's part of my thing, too, is like just because you can't, you know, uh, you don't know how to replace a sink or a toilet, that's okay. 
Mm-hmm. It you're, that doesn't mean that you're not a man. Yeah, it just means you suck not, at that kind of. We're stuff, not re- you know? we're not revoking your man card. It's no, just not at all. Yeah. But if you hit a woman, you are not a man. Yeah, you're, you're not masculine. You're, Hopefully, it's you're not a piece with the new shit, sink right? that you're yeah. trying to replace. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, it's just it, just doing whatever the fuck it takes. Yeah, that's uh, the thing I think I push the most is just do what it fucking takes. Yeah, and be responsible. Handle your shit and own up. You know, when you fuck up, because you're gonna fuck up. It's part of it. That's how you learn and learning and growing. That's a, that's the other big thing I always push, you know, just don't stay stagnant because yes. then you just ugh, fucking what a waste of life. Usually was, like, like sounds like my outros all the time. Get up, do something, keep yeah. moving, get, do something new every day. Yeah. Right. Push yourself. You'll hear that later guys. Don't worry. That was, well, <laughs> that was one of the things that I mentioned last week. You know, you were, you had a message that you were attempting to convey at the outro of these kind of things. And it was very, very similar to, a full episode that you devoted to just being strong and not only strength comes and the strength doesn't only come from physical, but it comes from mental and spiritual and and all the other um, um, facets of that that you dive into. Um, But you know, one of the big things that stuck out for me was being humble. This was episode three. This is one of your big three. And we kind of skipped ahead a little bit, but he essentially takes three topics of, of your master list yeah. and can get an episode or a segment out of out of three, which is really cool to me because you're giving yourself some runway here yeah. to like continue well, on. And, way too big of an episode if I did all of it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's nice to be able to look at that with a microscope a bit and really kind of break that kind of stuff down. Cause I, I I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't really understand humility or being humble mm. until I got the traits. Yeah. Right. Like right. I had done some things and I had failed at some things and I had like been humbled. But when I became an apprentice and didn't know anything about the trade that I was, Oh in, yeah. Like I there remember was that. some dude 20 years, my senior expecting me to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. I mean, I couldn't read it a tape fully when I first got in, in, in the apprenticeship. If it was like beyond three quarter, it was just like, I don't know, the second line. Count the lines. Yeah, you know, it's like, so that was one thing. I that, still count the lines, don't worry. Two, two back from three quarters. They're usually right? lined up on a mirror, though. We right. nicknamed a kid. Oh, no, wait, uh, uh, <laughs> never mind, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> we nicknamed a kid two eights. Because he gave some measurements once in two eights. There you go. Two eights, yeah. Really? You mean, yeah. you mean a quarter? <laughs> See, but it's like you can do two different things with that. Quarter scenario. sprout. You get, you get, you get some shit talked to you. Yeah. And, and you, get, you know, you can either. But that's okay. It, you can either take it right. and run with it, or exactly. you can be, you know. You learn from it. You grow. You, you got to get some thick skin. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a bitch about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your your truck. This is the first time you've uh, you got that deep into a truck, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, decided. Well, it kind of snowballed. It started out as I'm just going to replace this one part. And then, well, while I'm in there, I'll do this. Well, I'm in there, I'll do. This. And it I ended up pulling the whole, you know, block out of the frame. Learned, that's, how, that's how you learn. That's oh, it. Seriously, I, how you learn? Yeah, I've never rebuilt a motor before. Yeah, and I'm a weekend warrior at best, right? Mm. And so I just decided, well, fuck it. You know, I could sit here and doubt myself all the time, but I wanted to. I like the challenge, you yeah. know, and and it and I can't tell you, man. I actually just started it up for the first time yesterday. Really? Yeah. And uh, man. I, I, I probably should have cried. I didn't, but I was, <laughs> I think I was just so like shocked and surprised and like, Oh my God. And I was like, I fucking did it. I can't believe I pulled this thing out and ripped it down and, and bought all the stuff and did all the research and put it all back together. And it didn't blow up when I, <laughs> now I did. I tried to start it a few weeks ago and didn't fire. So I, I, I figured out I had to adjust the timing. Right. So I did, mm. I did, mm. you know, and I'm still not hundred percent. I still have some things to do, but you know, but I, I did it and I like that, you know, I can use that as an example, like 
don't fucking give up. You know, I mean, yes. you don't know how to replace a toilet. Well, there's a hundred million fucking YouTube videos out there you can watch and yep, figure it right. out. Yep. Yep. Handle it. Don't read the instructions. The instructions suck. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> don't but, eat you know, a sandwich afterwards. Yeah, don't eat a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, before the sandwich, be a shit sandwich, right? We, I'm sure, sure I mean, absolutely. Guy, you used to have a stack of magazines. I still of, do. Yeah, you know, I still so do. Chilton's auto manuals for every vehicle I've ever owned. I still have one for my truck. Yeah, you know, I think so. To continue with the trades, I feel like you kind of get to a point where you like we said earlier you know just enough to get yourself in trouble oh, that yeah. was my that was my second year apprentice motto <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a second year and i know just enough to get myself in trouble it was that's like, okay it was like my credo that i was yeah. saying yeah. Right, right but I, I feel like you get to a point where you're like yeah i can kind of handle this stuff i mm-hmm. can kind of handle this stuff and then you almost reach a point where you can where you can almost take any literature as long as it's written down and it's accurate and you can follow it mm. and pretty much figure it out yeah, I'm kind of at the point now where it's like if I can get some literature on something, some old engine I haven't heard, seen before, I have a better shot. There's always a way accessing that information, right? Yeah. So yeah, always, I got I got a, a way. I got a buddy that you know I'm always working on his house and stuff like that. And I always tell him, hey, you can do it too. Don't worry. You're so, enabling him. No, I, I'll, I'll help him <laughs> out and I'll, I'll show him a few things here and there, and he starts doing it on Good. his on his Good. own. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. Right on. I mean, he he yeah. he tries his hardest, and that's. To me, that's that's masculinity. That's well, a man, right? That's a yeah. He's trying, you know, and that's good. That's good. That's great. He does he does what he's supposed to do. Well, like the old saying, you know, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for you know a day, and you teach a man to fish, he'll eat forever, you know, forever, for right? So the you know with teaching, right? I mean, we we learn to be men by our teachers in life, and so I'm. It's one more avenue, you know, to be a teacher, and and but but the person has to be open to it, right? Yeah. And that's, I think, going to be the biggest problem because the information's out there. The, the the lessons are out there. Life, just, you know, fuck up. You're going to fuck up, yeah. first yeah. of all. And then just when you do, man up to it. Be honest and say, hey, I fucked up. And then learn from it and move on, right? But um, it's, it's ugh, the problem is people are just being babied. Yeah, it seems like that's a lost, lost, uh, Lost thing. A lot of people don't want to. It's hard work. Just don't want to listen. They don't want to learn. They just kind of they're done with it. Well, you it's know, easy to just hire somebody, blame and, someone else, and yeah. move on. Yeah, right. It's, it's just it's give up hard. and go. It's yeah. honestly hard to to be honest with yourself and just you yeah. know look in the mirror and look at the person that you just you know screwed over somehow, and you're like, I'm fucking sorry. Yes, I fucked up. That was an, that was my next that was my next. Well, what's one. the We're saying? What's right the saying? Oh, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. Yeah, that, might, that might be <laughs> a, that might be a construction there a little bit. Yeah. thing, really. <laughs> I mean, I try not to do that in my day to day life. But yeah, if I need to steal Sometimes. some uh, some '90s from Sparky after yeah. he's gone home, then yeah. I knew I ordered those fucking '90s. <laughs> I'm gonna take them, and maybe you'll get them. Oh, back, we did that right? shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, that's okay. <laughs> I won't but, tell you uh, how much shit I stole from you. <laughs> yeah, it's give and take. Where'd my elevator go? Yeah. There's no, it's gone. Oh, you needed that? <laughs> I'll, I'll get it next time. But, uh, you know, I think that's that was kind of the big thing for me, right, was just get to a point where I could be knowledgeable enough about the situation and present it to other people in a way that I can relate it to them, that they can learn it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I kind of always knew that I would mentor people in the trade. I mean, I've been asked to be a teacher in our apprenticeship before and, and give back as they say, that's and great. Try to teach these, these young bucks uh, how to read a tape measure. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just think that's a good position to start from to, to kind of present the world in the way that you're attempting to present it, you know? And, and I have a son now, he's three years old and mm. 
watching him string his sentences together is one of the greatest things that I've ever witnessed in, awesome. in, in my life, you know, but it's like, yeah, that's because your wife told him, taught him. I mean, you know, she, <laughs> she, she speaks a lot better English than I do. She's not, as, she's not as lost up here as I am, but she'd have learned him how to spoke. It's just, it's amazing. You know, I, I hope to continue that trend going forward. And obviously yeah. the um, curriculum is going to get a little more difficult and he's going to reach a point where he knows shit. More than I do, right? right. And that, now that's we're okay. Back to being humble. Oh, I got, I got so. teenagers. Trust me, that, that they don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long time. They think they do. They think they know everything, but yeah, yeah. Well, know you know shit. what? But they also they're going to know things that we don't know because they're growing up with shit that we didn't have. Yeah, that's... like these weird sayings. This Big, guy knows most of the sayings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Big mad. <laughs> Big mad. Uh, <laughs> you know, how, even, you know, know how long it took me to find out what bay meant? No cap. Yeah, <laughs> just minus a b. <laughs> Yeah, lazy fucker. <laughs> I mean, come on. It took me a long time to figure out all this stuff. That and now that I know it, I don't use it. I'm yeah. not. We're old guys, man. I, uh, I like being like you going on what you said, being a mentor. I actually, not that I'm an authority on anything, but I like giving back and I like the teaching because I think it's important. I mean, for generations for thousands of years that's how everything was taught was you pass it along right family yeah. you know, my dad taught me this my, my grandpa taught me this you know and that needs to happen more and i'm trying to do that and and what else i'm trying to do is um i just um applied and i was accepted into uh the big brother big sister program oh and so and i'm, I'm waiting now um to to for them to find me a match right that's the way the whole works so i did all the paperwork and then did the interview and the background check and thankfully they didn't find all those you know it's like e-harmony for kids get out of my house <laughs> so wait wrong match you, Sorry. just explain a little bit what that is for the people please uh, yeah uh, so big brother big sister it's actually um i found out that it's been around for like a hundred years or something like that yes and it is you know adults that um get paired up with kids um i think ages five to 15 or six to 15. Um, and it's kids from all walks of life. Um, and any, any of these kids that need, you know, some kind of a mentor. And so they pair you up and they, they do all this extensive background stuff on you and they get to know you. And they also do, uh, um, um, like a bunch of training. I had to do all this training on their website, stuff like that. And, and they, they, they teach you about like what you're actually doing and what you're expected. And like, you're not they even tell you specifically, and I, I loved it. Like you're not a hero. Mm-hmm. You're not here to save these kids. Right? <sighs> you are awesome. You're yeah. here to. These kids have potential already. You don't need to find the potential. They're going to discover that potential. It's your job to nurture that and and just you know provide them you know some positive enforcement and and so it's your. I'll, I'll be you know either meeting a kid somewhere or picking them up and we'll go somewhere like, you know, it's simple shit, you know, the park and we'll go throw a fucking baseball or yeah. go to the beach or just, I'll take them like, let's go, I'll put them to work. I'm like, let's go work on my truck. You know, yeah. um, I can't you know, reach that seal. Music. The, the hole's too small. Get your little hand up <laughs> yeah, there for me. Exactly. Please. Yes. I need That's a baby exactly hand. <laughs> and actually at the end of my, uh, my interview, I, I, I told the, uh, the person um, that was doing the interview with me, she, she, asked if you know uh, if i had any uh, preference on like what kind of kids right and i said no it's not really but then actually i thought about it and i said you know i th- i would prefer like if you have tough cases tough kids give me one of those wow that's give me awesome a, give me a kid that you know is his dad or his mom or you know are, are gone or locked up or you know some of the kids come from foster care um living with the grandparents and some of them have parents but their parents feel they 
need some extra extra you know mentorship and so i see you know give me your you know give me your tough cases and yeah. and i am not trying to indoctrinate any of these kids but i again just spreading that you know that mm-hmm. idea that i have of you know teaching still them good and still good values kids. you know yeah. that's that's Today, anything can be labeled as indoctrination, right? It's like the kind of stuff that your grandfather, and I'm assuming my grandfather from the same era. You mean like self-responsibility, that kind of stuff? They consider that indoctrination. Self-discipline? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. self-discipline. That's a big one. All the stuff that we have kind of touched on and and preached about. The stuff we all grew up with, yeah. Right. We turned out fine. Well, I yeah, think I so. Mean, I don't know. I mean, we have. Look a, at us now. We have this guy's podcast. on like Match.com for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell you. No, actually, you know what? I knew about that um, program. So I spent a lot of time in um, uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Cool. When I was younger, my uh, my parents had a fallen out when I was eleven. I moved back to Iowa with my mom, and I, we didn't really have the, you know, the the positive male role model in our lives when I arguably most needed it right um but my mom worked her ass off she did an awesome job you know doing what she could to raise three kids and we ended up spending a lot of time at the boys and girls club and they actually partnered with um i'm sorry i'm the big brother big sister big brother big sister that's awesome yeah so i i actually met people that went through that oh wow uh, but the background kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because you know some people say some people say um you know, how do we know who these people are? Are they doing the the proper background check and everything? And it is done very thoroughly to the point where it is um, completely okay and safe as far yeah. as like these people that are going to be around your kids, right? So I always get a lot of pushback with that kind of stuff. Like, oh, your, your mom left you at the boys and girls. It's like, no, there's a lot of people there that are holding it down. I still remember those people today and they were a big, big influence on my life. So. See, that's awesome. And, and that's... I would hopefully I can do something like that too, where, you know, um, I know a few people that have done it or had friends that did it and similar thing where they're like, you know, cause I, I had to commit to a year, but I can stay in there longer if I wanted. Right. And so yeah. I'd hope that it's becomes, you know, some kind of like a long term relationship, you know, with this kid where we spend a couple of years and then he kind of goes off and does his thing, but we still kind of keep, you know, keep in touch and touch base and I, you know, hopefully see him reach his dreams and stuff. And so Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I think that it's would really be awesome, exciting, actually. You know? you know, a wise yeah. man once told me, if you want to judge a man, look at his pay- at his pocketbook and his calendar. See how many checks he potentially writes to charity every year and see how he's spending his weekends. If he's volunteering his time and spending time with people that are less fortunate or need it, then it's a pretty good way to judge a person. So yeah, I like I mean, that a lot. It, it takes, you know, well, it's not like I'm ringing my own bell here, but, you know, it, it does take, you know... A, a certain you you have to it kind of goes along with being humble and wanting to give back you're That's, better than i i i, I have three kids i can't stand <laughs> you know, so i have a daughter i have an 11 year old daughter and when i when i signed up for the uh, big brother big sister i asked her hey you know think about doing this what do you think about that and she thought i was like oh huh? that's cool that's it that's it's just like, a that's cool well, yeah all right so and did then, you did you ask her because you were afraid that you might be encroaching on some of her time with you or yeah i did want to make sure that yeah. you know uh, it was, she was okay with it and, you know, she didn't, there was no, going to be no jealousy or anything like that. And, you know, and, and I, and you know, I, I only get to see her about every other weekend. Um, so by no means is, is that going to cut into her time? Right. Mm. But, um, so, I, you know, she know, I say, you know, I still love you. Right. And you know that you're always my number one. Like, this is just something else I want to do to kind of give back. And she thinks it's kind of cool. And, and every awesome. once in a while she'll ask like, Hey, you know, do you have a match yet? No, not yet. So, 
um, yeah, thankfully, you know, she's she's been supportive of that too. So that's, that's awesome, cool, man. Yeah, I dig it. it was that's nice. awesome. So See, that's it. that that's how you be a man, right? It's one of one of many ways. Yeah, one of many one of, ways. Of many you ways. Know? But you know, I mean, you can find that situation anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be a um, a curated, scheduled thing, right? It could just yeah. be the the kid in the neighborhood that. Oh, absolutely. That you yeah. notice is yeah. struggling on his jump shot. Mm. Maybe you were a savage on the intramural basketball team in high school, <laughs> and you could teach Are him you a thing tooting your own horn? I might have been on the intramural basketball team <laughs> in high school. Inter what? Intramarital? Uh, we were uh, THC, the happy campers. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I still have the shirt. Shout out, 20-year reunion's coming up soon. I might, oh, yeah. bring, I might bring that torn, tattered thing out of retirement. Right, nice. But, see. Um, <laughs> well, to, to what you're saying, too, I mean, even... You come in here and hanging out around his kids. They, it's your opportunity. That's, that's a chance, right? Yeah. Sure. Because they're going to remember you, yeah. and and Damn so straight. all that. And stuff. if you're a dick, they'll they'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You know? yeah. They'll remember. Yeah. Oh, this guy's a bad guy that does this. You know, they'll remember that. Oh yeah. I yeah. teach them good morals. Kids, good. kids, they have they have really good values, but uh, they'll remember you're a jackass. I mean, that's that's <laughs> you know. I remember the tall I guy. Go <laughs> It's uh, Uncle Travis. Uh, He's a dick. Auntie Travis is what I get a lot Aunt- these days. Auntie Travis. Um, Wait, he, he, she, it, they, them. I'm, I'm no I'm biologist. Confused. I don't. I'm know. not a biologist. That's probably a good segue, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so another one that I really, really enjoyed actually from your episodes was from episode four. I believe this was the second topic. Uh, you talked a little bit about situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Now, on its face. I would argue a lot of people would not say that that is an attribute or a uh, characteristic of a man. And I love this topic. So I just want you to elaborate a little bit on that. Well, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think everybody should have situational awareness, right? Oh Um, yeah. But as far as a man, um, when I thought about that situational awareness, um, I thought of it on, on multiple levels, right? So some of it is like when you're out and about, you know, especially, you know, women in this too, you know, when you're walking from the grocery store to your car, scan your surroundings, be aware of what the hell's going on. Put your, keep your phone in your pocket, you know, mm-hmm. get in your car, lock the door, then you can pull your phone out of your pocket, right? You know, because that's, anything can happen. Um, but just being aware of your surroundings. And also, I, for me, I, I, I don't like being the inconsiderate prick, out there so mm. when you are doing this you're not paying attention and you're just walk out in the street you know and you you inconvenience somebody else you almost get yourself killed or you could hit, get somebody else hurt you know it's every day it, yeah. it does and you know just some basic you know self-awareness situational awareness um will will take you know, care of that we used to have to have situational awareness to survive right right as, as cavemen as mm-hmm. neanderthals whatever it was that's all they survived on was situational awareness. Yep. There's nothing else to it. I mean, you could see everything that's going on around you. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be life or death, literally. Life or death at any moment if you didn't notice, oh, that's there, right? Well, I mean, it's so, part of our basic core skills as as men, right? I mean, if you go back thousands, thousands, you know, the caveman, you know, that's it's going along with what you're saying. It, yeah. that's, that's part of it. And it's it should be in our blood in our, in our, you know, cause we're, we're hunter, we're hunters, right? And we're, we're protectors and hunters. And so that is, you know, if you don't know what the hell's going on around you, then you got nothing. Yeah. I mean, we have peripheral vision for a reason. I mm-hmm. can tell Brent Davis is over there uh, getting ready to do his next uh, audio clip, but that, <laughs> that's because I have my situational awareness. Right. And I, I feel like 
that's where the term blinders came from. Yeah, but situa- situational awareness also leads into what we've talked about on other episodes, prepping. Yes. Going into prepping right. for food, water, you know, just survival. Being able to just read survival, the right? That's that's yeah. situational and awareness as well, right? it doesn't always have to be right? like a life or death thing, right? Um, I, had a, I had a scare about a year ago. We were over at a friend's house. They had a brand new pool put in. There's probably 20 people in the backyard. Kids jumping around, screaming everywhere. Um uh, my son didn't know how to swim yet. He had a little floaty jam push tied, tied, tied around him, right? <laughs> He's chilling one second. I go to sit down. I'm basically wearing what I'm wearing now. Wallet, keys, phone, all in the pocket, everything. I, my ass didn't even hit the seat before I look over where he just was two seconds ago, and all I can see is his hat floating oh, above the man. water. He's completely gone. Oh, I jumped in. That must in. have been so scary. Oh, dude. I would have been terrified, yeah. man. And he, he was only under for like three seconds. He didn't even like inhale water or anything. Good. It wasn't choking or any of that. It was, but had I had my phone in my hand. Right. And I was going to go or, you know, heaven forbid, like get distracted and go inside. Like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other adults out there. They should have been. Right, but like yeah. no one is coming to save. See, that's where Doesn't you and I—that's where you and I differed. I would have jumped in hands first and started pushing. <laughs> get, get, get down, get down there. You know what I mean? Finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> two more to go. My kids can't bad talk me quite yet, so maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll reach that level of anxiety. Yeah, at three, they're still really fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's, wait till they get to thirteen, and they, oh yeah, yeah. Just just so, yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, dude, it's. It, it, it's cool. I, I, I think it's, Thanks. I think it's really awesome that I found out about you. And I think it's really awesome that you're doing what you're doing again. I can't, I can't beat this dead horse enough. I think more people should be doing this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Keep Thanks. them coming. I, I don't keep think the barrier coming. to entry nowadays is uh, as gnarly as it was even two years ago, let alone five, like when Rogan yeah. started doing it or um, yeah. Corolla actually Corolla was one, one of the, the first. first yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So well, he, they, they yeah. had like the man show too. Podcast for a minute, one. Right. Yeah, right and after the man the show, um, yeah. I think Corolla went off, uh, you know, when Jimmy Kimmel went woke. Um, Corolla took a turn, Yeah, went the, a different direction. He actually started his podcast way back then. He's been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah. It's awesome. one of the first podcasts around, one of the first major podcasts. Yeah, It's a cool space to be in, man. And it I really think there's is. a lot of room for innovation and it's been fun for other people. It's therapeutic, you know. And I will have to say that uh, at, I have been bad the last like three, four weeks. I haven't done an episode. I need to. Um but when I do it, and and this is actually going to this is going to be very motivational for me. But um, it's therapeutic for me as well. I I get something out of it too because it keeps me honest. Mm. You know, I came up with my list, and then I I have all my explanations for why. Makes you look I, back I, at them and say, "Okay, this is it's a reminder." Yeah, yeah. it's a reminder. And then it's if great. I'm if I'm preaching it, I got to live by it too, right? Yeah. Yes. So I I can't be that asshole like you. Know, you should do this, but then I'm going to do something else. You know, so it's it's good for me as well. And maybe that's part of the reason why you haven't cranked one out in a while, right? I mean, you're out here talking about responsibilities and things you got to take care of out in your life. Some, true. Sometimes the podcast takes back seat to that shit. I mean, we it were does. we were all doing stuff today before with our families before mm-hmm. we got together and did this. So it's. You know, stop making excuses. Nope. Uh-huh. Nobody cares. That's right. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Work harder, <laughs> right? Nobody cares. I love Work harder. It. Yeah. And, you're, and you're absolutely right. I got to eat my own words on that one. Yeah. I do. I need to stop making excuses and just fucking do it. So, well, yeah. yes, sir. I, I, I look forward to the next one. I, <laughs> Thanks, I'm, man. I'm uh, excited for that. So, yeah, Bobby J, guys, uh, go check him out. Uh, we'll, we'll plug him, uh, we'll do a shameless plug where you can find him a little later. But uh, I think it's time to dive into our topic for today. Yep. Yep. Um, so. We're in the South Bay. You want to set up the story for this one? This is yeah, stu- yeah. story from Tuesday. So, 
So in our line of work, we find ourselves uh, driving, <laughs> driving, a lot, driving yeah. around a lot. And we're in the greater South Bay area. You have San Jose and uh, all of the little um, enclaves that are sprinkled about in the county of Santa Clara. And, uh, you know, we noticed a few of the major highways that we were driving on had some really interesting closures on the exit yeah, ramps. Yeah, 880-101, all over 880, North 101. It was just throughout was- San Jose. It was All very uncharacteristic. It was very in the strange. middle of the day. They had major, you know, thoroughfare exits from highway to highway shut down, completely shut down. Didn't see an accident. Typically, they'll shut a, a road down for a fatality or something along those lines. Didn't see any, you know, coroner trucks or anything. Yep. So we drove around a little bit more. Um, you and I were driving around that day together, I think. Yeah, you taking your, your vehicle in. Yeah. So and I know, was driving around. What the hell? We can't we can't get on the freeway this way. We can't get on the freeway that way. We, we didn't, you know... It, What's going on? So, you know, you cross over the, the freeway and you could look down. They're cleaning the sides of the road. We had a bunch of cow what are they doing? vehicles out. A bunch of people, like, you know, picking cleaning up Cleaning up trash and stuff like that. Finally. Yeah. Street sweepers. That yeah. was our first <laughs> So, you know, that's right. what we're thinking. Okay, what's, what's going on? Later during the day, as I'm taking this guy back to his vehicle, I turn to him and I, and I, and I say to him, I, I'm dead serious, too. I'm like, who's coming to town? Mm. He's like, I don't know. I said, there's got to be someone famous coming to town, right? There has to be. Because we had a recent example Because right? it's, it's right by the airport. It happened uh, a couple years ago. Just recently uh, with the Super Bowl in with L.A. With the Super Bowl in L.A. They cleaned up yeah. the streets for oh, the yeah. Super Bowl and for the, yep. uh, the, what was it, the Grammys or the Oscars? Yeah, the, the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. Whichever, whichever one they invited Zelensky to. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, you know, don't think anything of it. I guess he saw some more on uh, Wednesday, up uh, nor- even farther north, farther, of the, like, towards the airport big time. Um. Friday morning, I'm just, you know, going through the news on my phone. Usually we get p- political on here, so I'm just going through the news and stuff like that. I'm like, well, wait, who was at Stanford? Obama? Oh. Obama was at Stanford. Oh, fancy well, that. Where, where did he fly in? Oh, San Jose Mineta. Wow, that's so weird. Wow. So that that blew yeah, my mind. All right. Roll up so the red you've carpet. Got, yeah, you've, exactly. got a, you've got a, a hack Democrat. Sorry, I, I know a lot of people won't like that. I don't like him. I, not because of the color of his skin. He's he's a, just a douche, right? Do has nothing to do with his... Drone, drone King doesn't care what color your no, skin he, is. No, he's... <laughs> as a human, he's garbage. But, you know, it's it, it blew my mind that... Why would you clean up the streets when famous people come to town? Especially him. These policies here in the state are his policies. Mm. And you want him to see that these policies are working because it's clean and perfect and pristine and stuff like that. No, you should want him to see that his policies suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's the one that came up with some of these dumb policies. Sure. Gavin Newsom just followed in his footsteps, right? It's an influence of the party's stance on 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 how we treat um, unsheltered. Uh, they even have a new name for him. The unsheltered, yeah. Yeah, new, the unsheltered. Well, right? they give everything a nice fluffy name so it doesn't sound so harsh sure. yeah you know yeah, we don't I want mean, to hurt anyone's feelings when yeah. they're sleeping on the street eating yeah you know like, well, like not even that but it, they call them disney it, it <laughs> you takes, know what I mean? that kind of stuff it takes the sting out of it right i remember george carlin you guys know george carlin yeah oh yeah fucking yeah, yeah. i love that guy r.i.p hilarious man. he talked about shell shock yes you remember that that little skit i, I don't remember so that he's talking about this how they you know they they changed the name of things so he was talking about you know back then it was shell shock 
you know, oh, soldier PTSD, comes yeah, back yeah, yeah. And now and then and now it's you know all these now it's PTSD. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. It's just not as like in your face and aggressive anymore. And yes. So and that happens. I see it with all kinds of things. You know, the terminology changes to soften the blow. Mm-hmm. You're not homeless. You're just misplaced. It's <laughs> too um, transient. It's yeah, too yeah, you're transferring from. Home to no home. Yeah. That's where you're, you're transient, Just, uh, right? you know, residential challenged. Yeah. You're a vagabond. It's a vagabond. You know, they've, they've I, used I, words yeah. like that, like you know, transient. for as long as I possible. I used to use transient all the time. Transient, that's yeah. a hang in our trade, right? We have transients yeah. every now and again. But, you know, it's... it's you guys call them travelers. Travelers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have no home. But it's... That's you know, me. It's this, you're a traveler, uh, aren't you? I'm a traveler, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Also, nomads. Nomads. There you go. See, I call myself a nomad, though. Because there is a part of me that I'd like. The I wanderer, like right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like an outlaw. But it's because I like that sense of freedom. Yeah. 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 yeah there's Unofficially, like, you know, little, that little part <laughs> of me, like, I'm an outlaw. <laughs> I'm really tough. Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot to that, right? I mean, it's, it's back to taking care of what you think you need to take care of and, and handling your business, whether it's here or back down there, right? Right. I have a job, and I pay my bills, and I pay my taxes, and I, I yeah, I'm not... Mooching off other people or government assistance. You pay your government you know. theft. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not to talk about a topic that I gets really gets my goat, but I mean, I mean, I wonder who really paid grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder who paid uh, all those Caltrans workers to clean up the side of the road. We you did. know, I I don't know. We did. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Must, yeah. Must have been taxpayer funded. Thanks, guys. Right? Yeah, so you know so it it's almost as if we're funding both sides of the war. We are. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're funding the homelessness, yeah. which fuels the rampant. And um, not Dr. Phil, but um, uh, uh, Dr. Drew. Mm. Dr. Drew, Loveline, Adam Carolla, full circle. Okay. So he. Loveline. Oh, man, I that yeah, did I just take you back? <laughs> yeah. So Dr. Drew uh, does a radio show. He was on KGO for a while, a very prominent uh, radio station here in the Bay Area. And he was always hammering the homelessness situation, especially yeah. down in LA. Um, he was coming from a doctor standpoint. He was seeing um, a resurgence of middle medieval aged diseases like typhus. Yeah, yeah, the black plague. Black plague. Yeah, they talked about that a few years ago. These homeless encampments down near the San Diego River yeah, in L.A. and stuff, and you know, so it's interesting too. And I think it's facilitating. I think it's coddling. I think it's enabling. Mm-hmm. You know, all of yeah, they make it stuff. easier to come come to this state and live and stuff like that. And they have all these committees. We're going to talk about and come up with solutions, but. They it just makes the problem worse. Yeah. Talking, yeah, they just waste more more tax dollars. I read an article the other day, uh, maybe it was just yesterday, that there was um, a huge spike in L.A. homelessness in the deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know exactly. What you're and it about. was during COVID nineteen, and they weren't because of COVID nineteen. People no. trying to say like, oh, he's you know, it targeted the homeless, you know, but it wasn't. It was actually drug. It was like fifty, two hundred percent, something like that, between fifty and two hundred percent. Something like that. There it was, was a couple different a stories. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. Well, I know that a lot of numbers that were recently coming out of San Francisco, plenty of plenty more people were dry, dying from ODs, drug mm-hmm. overdoses, oh, than God, ever yeah. were well, dying from COVID. Yeah. Getting out needles yeah. there. You know, you know, in Santa Monica, the residents there aren't even getting their mail anymore. Because, I heard about this. Because they, the mailmen have been, or I think Santa Monica, yes, yes. Uh, the mailmen have been getting like attacked yes. by the homeless. And so the post office is like, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Come get your mail at the post office. Yeah. Wow. We're That's how bad it is. We're not delivering you know? to entire neighborhoods because yeah. our, uh, the safety of our delivery. That's so crazy. Yeah, for safety issues, you know. That is so and Venice crazy. is just as, that is just so as crazy. bad too, you know. And and the Bay Area up here, I drive in 101 a whole lot. And on the side of the roads, I see, you know, encampments and piles of trash 
all the time. And you know what, just, though? I got to give them, I got to give them A for effort because we've seen two story shanties. Oh, and they get creative. They're seriously two story shanties. These guys get creative. I, mean, I will tell them. It's, it's pretty them bad around here. I think we've got some, we've got some pictures up here. Yeah. Uh, so picture these, number two. These are, um, these are all, uh, I want to preface this kind of stuff with. Go ahead. This is Almond in 85. These are some aerial shots that we got off of a prominent navigation app. I don't know if we can say that or not. but We can say Google. Okay, so this is Google Maps. <laughs> I, I, I use it to navigate a lot. And um, these are areas just from my memory that I've been able to pull up on their aerial views. Now, I will say that these are very old. These are at least half so, a year to eight nine months yeah the, they're bigger the, now the last yeah. time i've been Every by there there's yeah. more tents out this is just a pictures of garbage on the on the corner of 85 and almaden in south san jose that's just the garbage right and that's when they've been kicked out yeah right now there's that garbage plus tents yes right that's so this is this is nothing it's it's much bigger now um, we should have gotten some pictures at, for this, but at, well, so that's the problem is a lot of these aerial footages with the satellite imagery. It's, it's behind. I mean, I've looked at yeah. my house before I've looked at people that I knew were having construction. I've looked at, um, construction projects that I've been on. They're all, they're all about six, seven months behind. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing I want people to take away from this kind of stuff is you can literally go on Google right now and go south of the airport on Coleman. This pic, we got a picture right here of yeah. 87 and 101, picture number four. Picture number four right there. Yes. That so is that. just near the airport where 87 and 101 meet. Those are tents. Those little things that look like ants on that picture, for anybody that's listening, we're showing a picture of homeless encampments, thousands of tents, thousands of people in a parking lot or in a field. Um, this is how they're living. Like this is town. this is California is that for a you. COVID testing. Can, uh, test? Yeah, it does look like a COVID yeah. testing facility, <laughs> I mean, right? They're definitely giving themselves and, vaccines there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. the good kind. Good stuff. The good kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean this this is it's it's rampant. It this is just one of many examples. Um, the majority of these things are actually under overpasses and hidden very well from aerial view. This is just some of the stuff that we yeah. know is yeah. out there and we were able to see from from. Yeah, these you almost got to be looking for them. Well, and sometimes, I mean, if well, you look of at sight, some of these. Out of mind, people don't want to see it. So if they don't see it every day, then. Correct. That's why they cleaned it up for Obama, right? If you don't see it, then you don't have to do anything yeah, about it. Yeah, but, you know, that, 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 that bothered me. Why are, you clean, why are you cleaning it up for him when. It should bother you. Are you trying to Stop show that. him that his policies are, are making this city clean and pristine and. No, show him the, the real nitty gritty. The, this is what we, as normal folks every day, have to live through we got to drive through this stuff we've got people on every single corner with their hand out asking for money we've got uh you know everybody's got signs up everywhere hey we'll we'll you know work for f- they don't even say we'll work for food yeah. you got any give money food, basically yeah. yeah there's a guy uh in the town Hungry. where i live he has a sign that says give me weed right <laughs> i mean <laughs> all he wants you know what i'd probably give him weed at that point <laughs> yeah, that, that's know, pretty hey. be as be as truthful as possible yeah, with it you if, know i'll if, give if it to you just out there trying to you know score a little herb then <laughs> I, you know yeah i gotta I got give you some i actually uh at least he's being honest yeah give him that, one, yeah. one of my favorite uh, bum signs <laughs> that i've ever seen i was working in the city i was hitting coffee i was still an apprentice i was getting you know five or six coffees for everybody in the morning I walked out. It was one of those like foggy, eerie San Francisco mornings. You know what I'm talking about? And there was this this perfectly square piece of cardboard, and the the font. Every I mean, the guy spent some time on this thing, right? It was it was a bit of a work of art. It said, "Beer me or fear me." Oh yeah, uh, I, like I, like, I like it. I like it. 
I'll give you a beer, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'll get you a beer. A yeah. for effort, right? But I think I think well, what I think about when I when I, all this stuff when I when I look at it and I shake my head and I go, ah, it's so fucked up, so fucked. But I mean, what you got to get down to the source, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's, what's the, the source? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a lot of different gray areas. You know, I think because there, there are legitimately some people who um, fell on hard times or something like that. Hard times. Yeah. Uh, I was oh, God. I'm reading some article recently, and this uh, this guy was talking about that. He goes. It seems like overnight, my me and my family were homeless. He was, it's amazing. He was, I never ever dreamed it would happen to me. But look, here I am, and the struggle to get back. You know, it's tough, right? And um, but and there are some people that legitimately have some mental health issues. Uh, yeah, you know, um, there's a I I there's a lot of vets, Schellenberger a ton go, of vets out there. Yeah, you know? Schellenberger and, goes through that, right? The the one that's running for uh, governor against Newsom. Uh, Michael Schellenberger. Michael he actually Schellenberger. goes through there and he talks about, uh, he actually was out on the streets. He did face to face with the homeless people and he talked to them about, you know, where are you How'd from? You get here? A lot of them aren't from here. Oh yeah. A very, very huge percentage well, are from different coast. states, right? They come to the coast for the benefits, the weather, the drugs, the, the openness weather, yeah. of drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's culture. It's the culture here. Yeah. Right. It's easier so, to survive here. You know, my sister lives in Montana. When you go visit, you don't see any homeless people. Yes. Yeah. Because they'll freeze to death. Well, how'd they do it in uh, Austin? Austin had a homeless homeless problem issue, and then all of a sudden, in, they uh, one of the guys was running for re-election or something like that, cleaned it up, snap of a finger, it was done. Now they it's re- clean. They yeah. removed incentives at the welfare level. Yeah, and now where yep. are the people? They, what happened to the people? They came here. <laughs> they Those went to California. Are, <laughs> Those people are probably still homeless. They just moved. They're here. Right? Yeah. And it's very, very lucrative business, and it's very, very incentivized for people to be homeless. Oh, yeah. It you creates know. a lot of jobs in the in the government. It creates oh, a lot of committees you know, and groups. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's uh, it's become a way for a lot of people to get rich off of other people's misery and and our problem. I mean, that's the thing that upset me about it too. It's like you wouldn't ever put all this effort and fiat yeah. into cleaning it up for the you's and me's that use the highway every day. Yeah, it's and, for a politician who comes here once every four years to stand on his own soapbox yep. and you, you get know, paid a bunch of money to talk. Yeah, yeah, that that's one of my questions. How much, Drone King? How much did you make to go uh, stand <laughs> up on your throne of lies and speak all your crap at about dis- the other day? about disinformation that was falling out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah. I wish we the bank. Yeah, all yeah. the bank, man. Yeah, Isn't that insane? I mean, think about it. The Second Harvest Food Bank—they're giving food away to everybody for free. Somebody has to pay for that. Yeah. Somebody pays yeah. for the building. Somebody pays food, the for phones. everything for the phones. Somebody's paying for that, right? And on top of somebody, we paying for it, there is a corporation behind it. There's mm. still somebody that sits at the top of the second harvest food bank that gets paid more than you and I do Yeah, off of our tax money. Exactly. There's a couple right? of people that got busted. They were in charge of some kind of you know organization committee that was supposed to be nonprofit to help these people out, and this guy was got busted. And I don't remember all the details. I read this article months and months ago, but this guy was, was supposed to be helping these people mm-hmm. and salary of, you know, $170,000 a year, but he was embezzling money. There he is. was embezzling money. And just, I mean, what a slime ball, you know, yeah. real shitty. And he's yeah. a politician. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a politician Fucking to me. Right on. So they do, you know, you know, I, I also, I read a, um, a Jordan Peterson book and he was talking about, he, he does a lot of social work. And he does a lot of social work with homeless people and mm-hmm. addicts. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he does not agree with giving these people any money. He, he talked about this one guy that he um, would, would deal with. And he said every time he would get his check, he would disappear for like a week or two. It's because he would go on a bender. 
and go party it up and live it up. And then and he would come and he would crash and then he would come back and you know, I need some therapy, I need help. And so his, and his stance, I like his stance because he was like, look, you know, homelessness is a very, very complex problem. Um, he goes, there's not going to be one, just one solution to, to fix all of it. And he's like, but I do not agree with giving them assistance. Yes. And I, I, I agree with that, you know, I, it's I, enabling and I, I could I, see giving not helping them, them. I could yeah. see giving them training. Mm. I, I think the training should be there. I think uh, that kind of stuff should be there. And it shouldn't be up to taxpayers to pay for that. This should be a community thing, right? The community should be able to fund it. It should be a very local level um, community should community funded. And if that's the community where you live in, you know, you're going to help fund yeah. this training center, right? For homeless people and addicts and people that want to do better. Other than that, put them on a boat, send them out. Well, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I personally don't care to really, I mean, it's, it's sad if you don't want to change, I can't help you. Well, if, you know what I mean? There. It would be, there's some really simple solutions. Somebody I was talking to recently said, I mean, pay them to clean up their own encampments. Yep. They do that. They've been doing that in San Francisco, I think. Have they? Yeah. They, okay. Well, they've been Great. paying I mean, them to go clean up the trash on the street yeah, but, that I mean, they if you put there in the first place. Put, right? them, put them to work. I mean, it's, 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 it, to me, that makes sense. That's money well spent. If, you know, you're, you're putting them to work, they're, they're getting some exercise and they're, and they're getting a little bit of money. Not that giving them the money is the greatest thing, but at least they're working for they're it. They're earning it. They're working yeah. for it. Not, give them something give to do. Yeah, right. And yeah. I believe work, you know, gives us a sense of purpose, and yep. it gives us a, and it's good for your psyche. You know, instead of just sitting around being a lazy bum, and here's your check. Keep keep sitting there and being a lazy bum. It's incentive. Exactly. Yeah. So it gives people a sense of a sense of purpose. But I think there are some really, I really think there's some straightforward solutions that could really help that problem because. I mean, along from all the, you know, how fucked up it is and how much it affects, you know, our lives and in the background, you know, I mean, could you imagine living on the street? Yeah. I, I fucking, I've never been on the I, street. I, I, I haven't, I've, you know, couch surfed when it I was would, younger, but sure. I was in my 20s, right? That I, was, I slept in the backseat of my truck for a couple of weeks after I got divorced. I guess that's the closest thing I've ever been, you know, but I always, I was always hurt. Who was it? I think it was. Uh, Bill Cosby said, you know, always make your car payment over your rent because you can sleep in your car. Yeah. <laughs> and but, he went um, on and raped a bunch of women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drugged and raped them. Allegedly. allegedly. No, no, no. He actually got, he got, he got, he got off, didn't he? I, I don't know. know if, if they, ch- they charged him with it and then they let him out. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There was some technicality or some shit like that. Yeah. No, there was some technicality in the lawsuit. So I don't know if it has to be said allegedly or if it could be said... Uh, These are all opinions that you hear on the Unrefined Project. None of this is fact. Unless it's on our source page, which in ca- that case, it is fact. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, what are we sitting at here, Brent? What are we looking at for time there, Brentel? Oh, we got uh, 54 minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good episode to me. I think we can wrap this pig. Um, like so, yeah, I think we hit everything. We get through all of our pictures. They're all just aerial views. They're just aerial, yeah. I'm, I'm an amateur um, map enthusiast, <laughs> and I spend my time when I'm not pleasing my wife looking at maps. So, yeah. That Keep was... it on homeless? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, um, mm. let us know in the comment section if we should get a drone. If Do you guys enjoy these aerial shots? We can do more in 4K. Yeah. Know. Thinking about getting a Get drone. even closer? Yeah, you know. Until they, they're standing on the top of their two-story shanty grabbing that Don't shit, ask, right? Rock, Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Don't ask. Just do it. I, yeah, I yeah. think it needs to be, if given the option, people are not going to want to deal with nasty shit. Yeah. I think it needs to be out, out front in your face. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? It hasn't gotten personal for a lot of people. Like, I heard exactly. it's getting bad in Beverly Hills, though. That, well, right? that was the... I was just stealing the words out of my mouth, man. I was going to say, I have, I have relatives in Beverly Hills that had, this had never, ever touched... Ever. Yeah. And now yeah. it's creeping into the neighborhoods. Also in 
beautiful Los Gatos. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We are starting to have some uh, encroachment, uh, as they say. And, you know, so it's going to start getting personal for people when they find bums sleeping on their $1,000 patio furniture out in their backyard, right? And they'll so. probably have more rights than fucking we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, squatting yeah. laws. Squatting Squatters' laws, rights uh-huh. and shit. Yeah, that's a whole gnarly. other topic right there. But, uh, uh, you know, hey, this was awesome. I enjoy having yeah. guests. Yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. is very cool. I hope you come hey, back and, and visit thank us you for coming. Thank Absolutely. you for coming on the show. Anytime, um, guys. I had a great time. Yeah. You know, do this again and uh, pick some more topics. You know, yeah. something, right? Oh, Throw yeah. my two cents in there. Yeah, Dave, you worked to, out good. Uh, yeah, I'll away. take us out. Um, same thing I say every week. Uh, get off your couch. Uh, go move. 30 minutes a day, take a walk, do something good for yourself. Get up, just move, eat healthy, love your wife uh, or husband, love your kids, um, they, them, whatever you want to call them. I don't care. Significant you know? other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just be a good person, right? Just just do the best you can in life. Uh, and like I always say, if change one thing about your day, every single day, it will change your life for the better, as long as it's something for the better. So... That's self-love right there. Yeah. Big promoter of self-love. Love yourself, right? Doing all that stuff is a form of self-love, love, along with loving everybody else in your... Sorry to... No, no, no. You, you hit it. Self-love is a big thing I, I learned about, and that's super important. People don't do it enough. So love your family and love what you do, but love yourself. And taking care of yourself, eating right, being healthy, and, and being a good person, that's the biggest form of self-love right there. Look oh, at yeah. that. We're going to have to bring him in to take us out. Uh, he uh, says it better than I do. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go with the shameless plug here real yeah, quick. Yeah. Bobby, where can we find you? Uh, well, like I said, the website I use to host my podcast is uh, Buzzsprout. And um, I, I, I'm, I don't know if I changed the, um, the link to uh, say, you know, uh, Grit Guts and Gunpowder or not. But go on Buzzsprout. And, and that's just the host, right? And so I, from there, I upload it to, well, you guys find me on like Spotify. Spotify, And yeah. I'm on Apple uh, Podcast. Yeah, I'm on Apple. And Apple's uploads to like five other ones. And oh, I forget all the ones right now. But yeah, just whatever. I'm pretty sure you can find me on most now. And just type in, you know, Grit Guts and Gunpowder or Bobby J. And Oh, yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll add a relevant link. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll add a link on, in the description. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Can't wait All to right. come back. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll definitely do this again. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> All right, so. guys. This has been another episode. All right, you guys. Of the Unrefined Project. Thank you for listening. <laughs>